This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss, and that's the winner! That's the winner! A World Series winner for the Cardinals! Right, Jordan! Smith courts one into right down the line. It may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. I pop off. The Clover's there. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. Swing and a miss. The Cardinals are world champions for 2006. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride. The Cardinals are world champs in 2011. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the, what will be today, a Tuesday edition of Two Birds on a Bat, your St. Louis Cardinal and podcast coming to you from the patio studio the original party place for st louis cardinal baseball and st louis cardinal fans everywhere looking forward to meeting some of our uh feathered friends this thursday for the home opener uh rain rain stay away i don't like the fact that uh, some rain has entered the forecast but uh you know the weathermen get that right about half the time so hopefully this is one of those times where they're half wrong so uh doesn't matter i'll be down there um so we'll probably few hundred thousand of my closest friends especially if the sun shines and we will partake in one of the greatest traditions in all of baseball and that's opening day in st louis for the st louis cardinals special thanks as always is my friend randy green will be joining me for opening day and i'm looking forward to him being there uh, innovativecompanies.com ready to take care of anything that you may need whether it's residential commercial industrial he's got the construction team heating and cooling team and the electric team ready to go and take care of any needs that you have uh, we ask everybody out there that if you find yourself in need of these types of things that you at least give Randy an opportunity for your business. I know you'll be as impressed as I am with his honesty, uh, his willingness to, to, to be open and, and tell you the truth from day one. And you can count on him if he looks in the eye and tells you he's going to do something. It's getting done, folks. That's Randy Green, InnovativeCompanies.com. Well, I got a, uh, I guess I would call this a full house today on the M4ByYachty.com hotline. Let's welcome in everybody's favorite uh, Spanish broadcaster. And I always say no disrespect to our friend Polo, but what's going on, Benji Molina? What's going on, guys? What's going on? Hey, we got a back-to-back from Steve-O. Yes, yes, that's why I said full house. Is this is this as full house as it gets, I guess, if Steve-O's here? Heck yeah, man. I love it when Steve-O gets in, you know? Hey, a little under the weather, all right, but I'm a gamer. Guy doesn't show up for months, and he shows up here with influenza. He's going to get the whole office sick. It might be bird flu. <laughs> It might be some sort of staph infections. I don't. Whatever kills you, that's probably what I have. Well, that they say that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Yeah. I think I shed a tear last night crying for my mom. Why? I just wanted mom. You know, oh, you, oh, when you're sick and you yeah. still want mom and you're He's, 50? Yeah, yeah I've been there. I yeah. still wanted mom. And it was my birthday yesterday, and I oh, started boy. feeling like crap late. 39, huh? Yeah, right. 39, huh? But yeah. I'll be ready to go on Thursday for the holiday. Yeah, you're drinking a lot of orange juice, preparing? 
oh no, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm not doing anything. I'm not eating. Oh, you're going to go with the sickness for a couple yeah. of days and get thin for, cause you got to make room for how many Philly cheese steaks we're going to see. We've got our day plan. We're going to Gus's pretzels, yeah. probably some Adam, Adam smoke. I mean, we're going to make the, make the track, right? Yeah. We're just going to hit it all. So all right. if I don't eat for the next two days, I think I should have room for all that stuff. I think the way, man, I take that back. I think, didn't we decide we were going to do Adams on Friday? I think. Yes, it is. Adams yeah, on Friday. Yeah, we're gonna since there's no game, and that gives our our cohort and crime over here a little extra time. So, um, yeah, well, hey, we got you busy, Bimo. I mean, we're gonna. Hey, listen, you're gonna go back home about five pounds heavier. Is that okay? Uh, it's not okay, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what. Um, you know, the season has started. Uh, it's been, I would say, I don't know, interesting. I, I, I would say this. If we're going to talk about anything today, I, I guess what people want to know is, what do we know about the Cardinals? And I will tell you this. I, it's too early to, to, like, say this is who they are and this is what they do. I, you know, there's, all, there's, there's other teams out there that were supposed to be really good that are struggling through a couple of games. Now, I – I don't tell people how to be a fan. I don't tell people, you know, you're crazy for overreacting or underreacting, I, whatever. I mean, I like to have conversations, and I'll, and I'll tell you what I think. And if I think you're crazy, I'll tell you that I think you're crazy because I'm sure people think I'm crazy and they like to tell me, and that's fine. But I, I, I will defense a few of the people that have had some, uh, I'm, I'm going to say disparaging comments, because what they're commenting on is some of the same stuff that's been going on for a while. And we kind of thought if any time you were going to come out and see things a little bit different, wouldn't it be fresh out of spring training? You know, I mean, listen, I, I don't have like a, 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 an answer for like strikeouts and, and maybe certain guys playing and maybe certain guys not playing. I, I'm, I'm not the manager. I'm not the hitting coach. If that, everybody wanted to pin all these strikeouts on John Mabry. Well, John Mabry ain't here no more. Okay. Uh, exactly. You know, exactly. Um, we still got the same guys, and also Jimbo. The strikeouts are part of the freaking freezing cold where they're being playing. I mean, in Milwaukee, I get it. You know, there's no freezing cold. But if Steve, you played, you know how it is. You guys played in St. Louis. St. Louis is freezing. You know how hard it is to hit. So hey, let's give him uh, the doubt right now. You know, let's see what happens later. Maybe, maybe as we heat up, as I saw. The weather was in the mid sixties, mid seventies, right? The days that I'm there. So let's hope that that's a, a warm up for them too, you know? Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I, you know, we always typically. I mean, we've been pretty. I, have we not always kind of said, let's get a month into the season and we'll see what kind of trends we have? I think you, you. I think you always go a month to six weeks before you really make a judgment. It's kind of where we've stood, and I think. Most baseball people will tell you the same thing. Um, I mean, these guys, they're just still getting their you know feet wet. And, and as much as we would like as fans to say, well, well, crap, you had a month and a half of spring training. You should be ready to go and come out of the gates hot and, and banging the ball around and throwing you know and pitching, hitting your spots. It just isn't like that. It's not the nature of the beast. Four to six weeks, let's see what we have at that point. Well, and don't you think, too, and BMO, you might be able to shed some light on this. I think fans, and again, I – I'm not trying to like, I'm not speaking for every fan. I'm talking in generalities. You know, when we sit here and say, and, and, and listen, I'm going to trust Benji Molina because he did it for how many years, right? Uh, we sit here and say that, you know, you got to give them some time. You got to do this. But then when you play against other teams and certain guys sure don't look like they need any time, you know, Mike Mustakis and, 
and and Christian Yelich and Lorenzo, they sure don't look like they needed any time to get ready. You know, um, couple of the pitcher, Jot Hader doesn't look like he needs any time to find his stride. Right. Um, so I I, I kind of I, I kind of understand it, but it, it's baseball. It's 162 games. I I have always said the games now mean just as much as they do at the end. Um, I I'm not quite sure. In the end, here's what I'm going to say. I think there's enough talent on this team that some of this stuff that, like, the first week, I guess if you want to call it a week, that we've seen that you're sitting there scratching your head going, oh, gee, many Christmas, blah, blah, blah. I think some of that will 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 fix it. Will like, it'll be fine. I'm telling you, though, that I still am taking issue with the best players playing. And I want to tell you this. I love Adam Wainwright and everything he's done for the St. Louis Cardinals, but you can't tell me he's one of the best five starting pitchers that wears that jersey. I'm sorry, and I know that's hard, but you can't tell me that Adam Wainwright is one of the five best starting pitchers that wear a Cardinal jersey. I'm sorry. He, he's not, and, and that's the age-old adage that, you know, the, how much do you take care of your veterans when father time catches up to them a little bit? And, you know, like I said, you throw them out there, is it going to be two, three, four starts? I don't know. But you got some depth in your pitching. Um, so you might have to make a move. And he might have to be a guy that, that comes in and does either spot starts or, or fills in a bullpen role. But you're right, Jim. He's not a top five starter for us. And how long do you let that go? Benji, this would be a great question for you. I mean, is this a – when you have a veteran like this that's done so much for an organization, how long is his leash? You know what, Jimbo? This, it's actually a very good question for real because we all love Adam Wainwright. We don't want to say he's done. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to. In our hearts, we don't want to say he's done. But the bigger issue here, guys, is that where is he going to go? Where are you going to put him? you got to let go again. Or you got to let go Myers or, I don't know, whoever's in their feeling spots. Alex Reyes might have to go down to because he had options and to go down to the minor league. Where are you going to put him? That's the biggest question for me. I, I know he didn't look right uh, yesterday. He didn't look right. He didn't have the velocity that he showed in spring training. Obviously, it was freezing. I saw Ivan Nova throwing 88, 89. When spring training, he was throwing 93. Uh, I saw a couple pictures from the White Sox. Uh, the commentators were doing the same thing. You know, it's freezing cold, and they didn't know what was happening to this guy. Well, the freezing hand, you know, maybe you have to do something with it. But he, he just didn't look right yesterday. But um, it's hard. It's hard for everybody. Um, I think the leak could be could be very short. I think if, if it's a couple more starts like this, they're going to have to start thinking about it. And, and it's really tough for Wainwright, but but at the same time, do you want to catch Milwaukee? Do you want to catch the Cubs? You saw what the Pittsburgh Pirates do. You you will see what the Reds are doing right now. So, I mean, do you want to catch them? Do you want to compete? Or do you just want to, you know, please, please somebody? I mean, which, like you said, he's one of our our pillars, man. He's one of our, 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 our dogs, our our guys out there, our, our battler, you know, out there, a big old heart. But it's a really, really tough question, man. Well, and the thing is, and and what I really want to talk about today is, you know, the, you know, what's the urgency 
for this team. Now, I mean, we're talking about urgency, realistically, five games into the season. Okay, but here's the thing. But it is, Jimbo, but it is urgency. Right, and that's – It I, is. Right, and, I, and that's my thing. I don't want people to think like – I'm judging how somebody's going to perform over 162 games, over five games. My point is, is that I think at this thing, at, at this point with the Cardinals, and I'm not Debbie Downer in this, and the sky's not falling for me. I'm really, I'm really curious. Like, and here, let me say this before we, before we, and give you guys a minute to think about this before you answer. There's no doubt in my mind that the St. Louis Cardinals, and when I say the St. Louis Cardinals, let's be quite frank here. I'm talking about Mike Schilt and. Uh, Mike Schilt, I'm talking about John Mozeliak and Michael Gersh. Those three guys combined make decisions. Now, Mike Schilt's the manager, but make no mistake about it. If you don't think that John Mozeliak and Michael Gersh have some influence on how this roster is used, then I think you've got your head buried in the sand. And I think that's pretty evident. And I think for a while, and I'm not here to, to drudge up the past, but I think you know, old number 22 in the dugout took it for a long time from fans wondering why some things happened. And it's pretty evident to me now that, you know, uh, sometimes there's a little bit of influence from above. I'm sorry, but I, that, that's what I see right now. Otherwise, I'm not quite sure what the difference is. So what I am going to ask you guys to think about is this. How, I mean, you're talking about a franchise, uh, and I'm going to say it. It's a historic franchise. And you tell me if I'm wrong, but a historic franchise that has missed the playoffs for three years. So I'm going to ask you guys to think about this. What is the urgency and how urgent is it? And uh, I'm going to ask you both when we come back. I want to remind everybody to check us out at twobirdsonabat.com. Please subscribe to the show there. It's absolutely free. You can listen to the shows there as well. Uh, But more importantly, the subscribing is really, really important. Something new on our website, too, is our Two Birds bloggers. We're so happy to have them all be a part of what we're doing now. Uh, You simply click on the Two Birds bloggers banner. We're going to start sharing that actual page. But right now, what we've been doing is sharing some of the fine work that these people are doing. And we're really happy to have them all on board. Throughout the course of the season, we'll have them all on a show and let them tell you a little bit about themselves and and where their passion for writing about the Cardinals comes from. So really excited about having all of them on board. And uh, you can look for their work uh, daily, sometimes you know weekly whatever it is um, they've kind of got free reign to do it as they see fit Um, social media obviously we love to communicate with people at birds on a bat show on twitter if you're a cardinal fan and follow us there we're going to follow you back our big push is always our facebook uh, page if you would simply type in two birds on a bat you'll find our page we're going to ask you to make sure you've liked it and followed it and then click invite your friends Uh, we would love for you to invite them all but if you want to take the time to go through and just invite the diehard cardinal fans that'd be fine as well uh, you'll see our pin post, which typically is our show. We're always asking for you to comment on that, throw a like on it. And if you'd share it, that would also help us reach all those great Cardinal fans out there as well. Find us on Instagram, Two Birds on a Bat Show. We'd love you to follow us there. Uh, we are on the network, lineupmediagroup.fm. Uh, happy to be associated with them and all they do. Home of Yo Radio, the newest streaming platform. Uh, we're hitting opening day on this Thursday. So one last thanks, as always, goes out to Yo Radio for providing us with those tickets that our friend Jack Russell uh, at Mojo Kiss will be joining us on Thursday. We're looking forward to meeting him and uh, giving him his tickets. Uh, excited about the day, of course. Um, you know, to our partners, GatorsBaseballAcademy.com, the four-pillar system. Really excited about the things they have doing. I'm excited to be associated with them. Um, I do numerous things. And one of my roles uh, with them going forward is I, I will be the Illinois Youth Director for Baseball. So if you're interested and, and you want to learn more, check out GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. 
Make sure if you have any questions on there, you can, if you're a baseball guy and you got a kid and you're interested, especially the Illinois side, reach out to me uh, through social media uh, on a private DM or something. I can give you all the information you need, but you can learn more at GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Uh, Adam Smokehouse, looking forward to seeing you guys. Uh, like I said, uh, all as long as plans don't change, I think we're planning on hitting it up on Friday. Uh, located on Watson Road, folks, I know there's great barbecue in St. Louis, but I say it all the time. They're at minimum tied for first, right, Steve-O? That, Tony LaRusso, right? That tied for first? Tied for first. Tied for first. That's our friends at Adam Smokehouse. I think you guys will enjoy the experience, the sides, the specials. Everything's fantastic. As I said, open till 7 on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. They do do box lunch orders. So, like, if you want to order for a whole group, the office, whatever you need. I did see they were doing some catering the other day. Boy, that spread looked good. Imagine that at your... Uh, fundraiser, golf outing, whatever it may be. Uh, you couldn't go wrong with Mike over at Adam Smokehouse. Uh, they do deliver as well. Uh, find out if they deliver to your uh, area or your zip code. And again, uh, if you're from out of town and you're getting in town to a Cardinal game, make sure you say hi and tell them where you're from. They'll put a pin on the map uh, as they try to find out where people are coming from all over this great land. So that's our friends at Adam Smokehouse, St. Louis. Here's your cue. Um, okay, guys, uh, as we look at this, uh, I'm a st- I forgot the question. Well, I'm going to start with BMO. Okay. So BMO urgency is the name is, is, is the word. And you've already said that they've got to be urgent, but what is a realistic amount of time for urgency? Uh, you know, is, is five days too short of amount of time? Is it a month? Is it two weeks? Is it, are these guys paid like experts? So they have to decide what the, what the amount of time is. You know what, guys, I, I panic and urgency are two different things. So I'm not panicking yet, of course. Uh, it's a long season and there's a lot of games to play. So no panic. But urgency had to be from three years ago. Uh, this is me, though, right? This is my opinion. I think the urgency should have happened three years ago, two years ago, one year ago, and then this spring train and this off season and this spring training. That's the urgency. And the urgency, we've been talking about it for shows now. Uh, guys, we've been saying it. We've been saying urgency, not because of the guys are doing bad or doing good or whatever you want to call it, not because of that. It's because we have two teams that are playing great baseball for the past years, Cup, Milwaukee, and now we have Pittsburgh with good pitching, with good hitting. They got a great club. Uh, and then we have the Reds who loaded up on them with, with Kemp and, and, and Puig and all these guys. So that's why I call it urgency. And I really believe every game counts for the St. Louis Cardinals. I know it's early. I know there's a bunch of games left. Uh, but I think it's urgent. I think it's really urgency to win as many games as you can because only because there's a couple teams out there that don't want to lose. Steve-O? You know what? Um I just think it's so hard to win that, you know, we put the pressure on like, oh, man, it's been three years or whatever uh, without making the playoffs. What you have to ask yourself first is is basically reverse engineer this thing. What is considered success? Is it going to be the World Series win? You get into the World Series playoffs, a wild card division. I mean, what? Do you, how do you define that? And then let's go ahead and basically put today's formula into – the urgency part. If it's you have to make the playoffs in order to um, make the St. Louis fans happy, which to me and you, Jim, we, we want World Series titles, right? Yeah, I. You know, here's the thing. But though. the playoffs, but the playoffs give you the chance. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. 
And they have, and the playoffs have proven what over the years, right? That you know, Anything the best team, the best team doesn't always win. Um, teams that get hot, teams that 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 do. There's a listen. I understand the whole formula of just get in. I get that, but the, but the thing is too, you have to ask yourself, okay, how is my team built? Yes, you know, if I can get in, like here, let's be frank. If I can get in and Max Scherzer's on my team, I feel really, really good about winning a one-game playoff. Do you not? Do you? Okay. Right. Now, but here's the thing, and this is why I kind of love the way the system is set up. So if you get in that way, and let's say, and well, here's the interesting thing, too, that we haven't even said. You may not even have the ability to have Max Scherzer available for one-game playoff. He might have needed the pitch to get you in on the last day of the season. So I love the whole setup, right? But the truth of the matter is, let's say you do have that guy. Let's say he is available to throw your one-game playoff. Well, guess what? Now you go face a team that was obviously better than you throughout the course of a season. They're lined up with their pitching staff, and your number one guy just pitched. So now you got to go into a gunfight with a, with a dull knife. Right. So urgency for what? Just to get a wild card? I disagree. I think the urgency has to be there to win a division because I think when you have a team built like this, I think you need to give yourself a chance over X amount of games. Now, would I be like, Listen, I'm starved for playoff baseball, just as you are, just as Benji Molina is. I would I would kill for one game in October in St. Louis, much less zero. But that doesn't mean I'll be happy. But but yeah, I just I just want October baseball back. I don't know if that's too much to ask. Okay, so here's my reverse engineer as you look at it. Are you the best team in baseball? Probably not. Well, not on paper, no. Okay, and that's what we're going to look at on paper. Okay. Are you the best team in the National League? Probably not, right? So now all of a sudden you got to look at it, and that's where I think you reverse engineer this back, and you go, but I do think we are a playoff team. Now, I think we can win the division based off of what I see on paper, unless Yelich and Kane and uh, those guys are doing what they did in the first you know, couple of games that we faced them, and Hater, you know, and so forth and so on. But I do think we are winning a division team. So that's where you got to measure it. And now you look at it at the standings and you go, okay, you had a chance at Milwaukee. You pissed it away, but you pissed it away. It wasn't like you didn't have a shot at them at all. So I still think I like where we're at right now. And there's got to be some improvement, obviously. And that's where I'm willing to give it some time and pump the brakes a little bit. I hope that answers your question. Demo, for you, um, you've been there, right? You've been... I, I can't believe in all your years of playing baseball that you didn't come out of the gate as a team, not just as a player, as a team, both ways, playing really well, playing playing not so well. Um, how does a team handle that? Does is there pressure? Like, do you feel pressure, or does or is the only thing you can do is say, "Look, this is this is why you play 162 games." No, no, no. It, it's a little pressure. I bet you anything, the guys uh, in the office and. Uh, and everybody that's involved in there, uh, in the Cardinals, they, they know, they, they saw the four games in Milwaukee. They're not dumb. They, they know what happened. They, they, they surely know what happened in Milwaukee. So that's what I'm trying to say to you guys that we've been saying all along in the show is that, yeah, we don't want, we're not in the panic mode. Of course we're not because it's, it's only, it's only a few games, but urgent, I, I believe we need to be because these kids right here in Milwaukee and these kids over here in the Cubs, 
they might they might win games no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like they've been doing it in the past. So we need to keep going with them, or we need to catch up in front of them. That's why I only say that urgency comes with. You know, I, I'm not trying to, to act like it. I mean, it matters. It really do matters that they lost to these guys, or they lost to these guys, or they're doing this job, or they're doing that job because they care and they can feel it. They know what Milwaukee is. They know what the cup brings to the table. So I'm telling you, it's urgent. I mean, at least, at least, let's say this. At least for me, it's urgency. How's that? I don't know. I Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I just, I think for the sake of this show and the way we look at it, though, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but so, Steve, I'll start with you on this one. The way things have went around here in the last three years, can you at least, I'm not going to say do fan. well, listen, fans have the right to do whatever they want. Can you at least understand why fans are watching these first few games going, man, I thought some of this was was going to be, like, I thought we had taken care of some of this. No? I'm just asking. No, no, yeah, they're going to do it. And I think, um, you know, obviously there's a little disappointment in, in Miller's pitching. Um but Goldschmidt, other than the one that was thrown right in his breadbasket and dropped, are you disappointed in what you got there? No. So, um, yeah, there's just some things that have to be cleaned up. Do you expect Hicks to get hit like that every time he goes out? No. I just don't think it's time to, you know, never time to panic right now. But I just really don't think there's a concern. I think that's why you play 162 games. The cream of the crop always rises to the top. And I, and I like our team. I think we have a divisional championship team. Benji? Yes, I'm with him 100%. I, I really do believe that that we have a team that can win the division. And that should be the mindset, guys. That should be the mindset. That's why I said the way we are playing and the way some guys are, are starting, obviously it's not to panic, but also they got to they gotta feel the urgency to, to be doing better, you know. Obviously, we need Yadi to pick up uh, the slack from last year. He's going through a really sore knee, you know, where he had the surgery. But, you know, Yadi, he doesn't want to come out. So, he's going to be struggling for a little bit until he gets used to the pain. But uh, Fowler still struggling a little bit. Looks a little better, but still struggling. Remember these guys. Uh, yesterday, these kids, they left. Seriously, they left the world on base uh, yesterday. They still came out fighting, and they fought and they won that game. But if you see the if you see the leadoff guy, he left up three men on base. Goldsmith, two, the young, which I don't like him at third. I keep saying this, but nobody believes me. I guess so. Five five men <laughs> left on base. Ozuna six, Yadi four. I mean, and then Wong and Beto, which they're, we're getting a lot out of them anyway, but they still left up two men on uh, each. So that tells you we can win other ways. You know, this team is built to win, man. They, they're winners. They, they win. They find ways to win. Um, but but we, we still need those guys to perform. We still need those guys. But, like I said, it's not easy when you go to a place where it's so freaking freezing and then you play Milwaukee where there's nothing, you know, indoors, and then you go to Pittsburgh where you're, you can't even feel your hands, your feet, your toes. And it's, it's hard. I give him the doubt. So 
we'll be ready to play, man. You watch. These kids are, are, are gamers. Um, the only thing I would do different is, is put my boy out there, Martinez, Jose, in the right field, let him play or something like that, and uh, take De Young out of the third hole and put him down below. Um, I would do that, you know. But other than that, man, I like. I'm a really Steve. I like my team. I mean, I think we are a division winning team, man. Yeah. Um. I I would say as I, I I look at this, does, you know, you start on the road. Um. What kind of character can you get out of something like this? And and I'm for reference sakes, I'm going to use a very a topic that a lot of St. Louis people are probably really familiar with. The St. Louis Blues, I mean, fans are typically Blues and Cardinal fans, right? But if you look at it, the St. Louis Blues, you know, they they, they on paper thought that they had solved a lot of problems in the offseason. <clears throat> um, they come out. A lot of people have really high expectations for them. And I mean to tell you, it couldn't have went any worse for them. And, you know, you want to talk about urgency. It 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 wasn't a one month deal, man. It was it was lingering, and then somehow, some way, something happened, and you can tell that it it. I'm not going to say that the struggle is what did it. I, I don't I don't know that. There was something there though. So that that now you're talking about a group that is bonded together, and everybody. Uh, you have players playing up to expectations. You have young players surpassing expectations. You have all this kind of stuff going on. For me, and I'm not saying that that's a formula for success, by no means. I mean, who the heck wants to struggle? Like, who wants to struggle the first two months of the season and then play really well the rest of the way? I mean, who wants to struggle, right? But my point is, how much can the struggle lead to who you become and how you handle your success, Benji? Uh, it helps a lot, Jimbo. Uh, I bet you anything, those guys, especially when you play a lot of um, uh, a lot of X training games and you end up winning them, that gives you a power. It's like it's like boost. It's like nitro. That boosts your team up. Uh, and remember, we had a bunch of them last year, right? A bunch of walk up home runs or walk up hits. That that builds that builds everybody. That builds that that puts you up, up over the limit. I mean, uh, it gives you. So much energy. Um, and these games, too. The games that they start on the road, it doesn't matter. i always been able to say with my heart that the Cardinal doesn't care where they face or who they face. They go out there, fight, 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 win or lose. So i, I always been able to say that with with my heart. So I don't, I don't doubt these guys one bit. The lineup may be a little bit. Um, the pitching, the bullpen, you know, like we always say, bullpen, bullpen, bullpen. So uh, we we got questions, but but other than that, man, the heart, the the mindset, the win every day, the the fight for the city of St. Louis, the fight for that uniform, they they don't lack any of that. And Jim, I, I'm glad you you answered or asked that question in the way you did. Um, with with the example because I think it's indicative of really why we shouldn't be saying anything because I believe Craig Berube who's the guy in the locker room with all these come on, guys if you're gonna do is, it is, if you're gonna do it be Canadian Craig Berube Berube come on if you're gonna if you're gonna talk hockey eh let's hey. be Canadian Benji can you in, get your Canadian going what's going on eh hey I played two years <laughs> in Canada in the minor leagues and I played with Toronto Blue Jays eh uh, hey hey well the the organization. Down the street I from like the Cardinals. It. Okay, the organization. Okay. I like it. If if I'm not mistaken, I heard an interview where he said I liked my team. 
I really like it. Uh, you know, I mean, there's some things that I can see happening. That's the problem with society is that we don't trust anybody if it's not what we like. Okay. I'll and, agree and with that. So that's where if, I, that's, if, I was, I'm glad you're bringing this up because this is where I was trying right. to take this. If the team's not doing good, we don't trust that the guys with them every day, the coaches, the front office people that do this for a living are doing their job. You know, it's no different, and I'll get a little political, it's no different than that Mueller report. Everybody was fine with it until it came out that it wasn't what they wanted. Now, all of a sudden, they're saying, well, we need to see it. Well, you trusted a guy to do it. You trusted a guy to give you a report on it. Not that we want to well, go political, I but know. it's the same thing with it's, the Cardinals. It's, it's not political. It, it's you, the word trust. You trust these guys. Either you trust them or you don't. If you don't trust them and you're Bill DeWitt, you get rid of them and right. you bring in guys you do trust. Okay. And that's where we have to allow okay. them to do I that. I think that's a great analogy. So let me ask you this. So when it does come to trust... So when you, I guess when you're a fan, and I hate to say this, but if, okay, here, here, let me just tell you how I feel about it. And and I'm not going to say I'm speaking for anybody, but both you guys can analyze my fandom. How about that? Okay. I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys both either attack, uh, support or tear down my fandom. Okay. Here's my problem. Okay. I love the St. Louis Cardinals. I love everything about the St. Louis Cardinals. I love the uniforms. I love Bush Stadium. I love the experience of going to a game. I love the history. I love the memories that I have. I love everything about St. Louis Cardinal baseball. I, like, when I get critical of the St. Louis Cardinals, it's almost like when I get upset with my kids. An hour later, I feel bad about it. Okay? I love the Cardinals almost like they're my family. Okay, but I can't stop myself. I can't stop myself from feeling the way I feel about what I see with my own eyes. Now, that being said, I try to be pragmatic about it and tell myself, Jimbo, you know enough to be dangerous, but you don't know near what these guys know. You're not there every day. You're not around these people every day. You haven't even come close not even remotely close to understanding baseball at that level from a, from a being on the field standpoint, from a managing standpoint, from a teaching standpoint, all these things. So I want to trust these people. The problem is the word control. I'm not in control of the people that the owners of the St. Louis Cardinals put in charge of what I love. So then I am forced to either do one of two things, and that is do exactly what you just said, Steve-O. I either have to blindly trust who they tell me to, or I have to express my feelings. And at the end of the day, is that the issue? Benji, is that the issue? Well, you have to, I mean, you said it clear. You have to cheer for your team. You have to cheer for who they put out there on the field, even if you don't like it or not. That's, that's the main point that you were saying. But, yeah, that's, that's the way we got to see it, guys. I mean, seriously, I don't want to – I don't want to say anything different than than what I just said, you know, or what you said, because it's, it's true. You have to cheer what, as a fan, obviously, you have to cheer every single time for your team, no matter what. So if you're a New York Met fan, you're probably not that good, you know, because you, whenever you got your guy, you boo the crap out of everybody, and then you cheer when they do good. See, that's for me, that's not a fan. Maybe for some people, it's a fan, but not for me. I don't like that. I don't like doing that stuff. But anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Jimbo. Steve-O? 
it, it's just so tough, man. I, you know, I, I try to put it, compartmentalize it just because if you don't, it will drive you absolutely insane. And I've been there thousands of times yelling at the TV, yelling at the, at the manager, yelling at the player. Well, you know, why are you taking strikes and swinging at balls? Why can't Carpenter jump on the first pitch fastball over the middle of the plate that he gets every time he's up? Why is this? Why is that? Um, and man, that'll wear you down. So in my old age, I'm trying you to, are old now. I am old. I am trying to enjoy the poetry of the greatest game on earth in baseball. And there's a lot of it. And, that, and you know, the and movements. There's not much we can do, guys. Anyway. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally watched a game last night, BMO. And um, I got to forget, it was, uh, it was Joey Gallo was up. And they had all four infielders, in, you know, on the second base side of the bag. You know, the, the third baseman was playing somewhat up the middle, but still on second base. The shortstop and the second baseman were basically in shallow right field, and then the first baseman's deep, and he hits right into the shift. That stuff will drive you absolutely insane. I get it that they don't pay him to bunt the ball or hit it the other way. They pay him to hit the ball out of the ballpark. But, man, are you going to still hit 200 every year because you want to hit into the shift? Or can you make these guys respect you a little bit and only get three guys on the left side, and then you'll have a better well, chance at hitting a little bit better? I'm with you. And how about how about doing this? How about you um, uh, uh, adjusting? You know, why, did they, why didn't they uh, do that to Pujols? What do you think? Because he could hit the ball because to all fields. Exactly. So what does that tell you? These guys do not hit the ball to all fields. They're either pool hitters or they're the other way, whatever you want to call it. But why not making the freaking adjustment? So you're telling – I mean, not you, Jim, uh, guys, not you. but So the people are telling me that, okay, let, let's move away the, the shift because uh, Matt Carpenter cannot hit to the left field. And I'm doing just an example anyway. So I'm not speaking on Matt Carpenter, but, but we can use anybody. So you're telling me, oh, okay. So my, uh, Colton Wong cannot hit the ball to a shortstop or third base. So, so, but let me let me let me put a couple guys there. Let me take the shift out. No, man, we we do this, and you make adjustments. So if you keep hitting to the shift, find another way. Bunt the ball like you're saying, or or put the other guys over there, or or hit the other way. Just hit the other way, and you'll see they'll change. They will not put that on. But these guys, they want to make it easier and easier and easier for the hitters and the heck with the pitchers. And that's not right, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I know you know I feel a little bit differently, Steve. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, fine. yeah. And I, you do. It's, it's just because, A, I, number one, I don't, I don't want to watch a bunch of bunt. I, I don't want to watch Matt Carpenter bunt. I don't want to watch. I don't, I, I, you can go down wait, the list. Wait, Jimbo, but you, Jimbo, yeah. wait. Wait, wait, one second. But you want to see the freaking Cardinals win, don't you? Yes, I do. So if he if he if he helps to get him on base because he can hit for crap for a month, and if he helps that he's gonna get on base ten times a month, that gives us a little better chance to score around and win. You see what I'm saying? Right. Well, and, and here's the and other thing. Just, and this is just an example. And Bimo, I watched a game. It might have been Cleveland. Uh, White Sox went up three to one, or vice versa, whatever it was last night. And the pitcher, who's a little sidearm slinger, gets a little chopper back to him. He throws the ball away 
doesn't make it to first, right? Guy automatically on, on second base. And there was two outs, and they were up by three. The next thing you know, the wheels fall off. So I get it that you want Joey Gallo and Matt Carpenter, you pay them to, to hit the ball over to, you know, over the fence, and, and you're doing them a favor if you bunt and get on first base. But let me tell you what you do. That pitcher, if he makes that pitch, and all of a sudden Joey Gallo goes, you know, a little squibber to the shortstop, and he's on first base, he is pissed off at the, his pitching coach. He's pitch off, pissed off at the guy who's placing these guys on the shift because that should have been an out. And next thing you know, man, there might be three or four runs put up. So I get it. These guys don't get paid to do that. But at the end of the day, they got a better chance at winning if they do those little things. And then if the, if the infield has to respect them and only have three guys on the shift, now maybe his batting average for Joey Gallo will go above 200. Maybe he'll hit 230. Yeah, but- That's what I was going to mention. If you're hitting 330, I don't want – if Matt Carpenter – and let me put another guy. I'm, I'm tired of mentioning his name already. Uh, let's say Coco Wong. If Coco Wong is hitting 190 – what is he? What I mean, three. Sorry, let's go back. If Cotton Wong is hitting three thirty, I don't want to see Cotton Wong bunny. That's the difference. But when you see a guy struggle, Fowler, Tarp, you know they've been struggling a little bit. And, and, and if they bunt once a game, it's not bad. And another thing that Jimbo said, I don't want to see Carpenter. Uh, or people don't want to see Carpenter bunt. They want to see him hit home runs. How many home runs he hit? Or have he hit? You see what I'm saying? So the chances of him hitting a home run or getting a base hit are different. Are different, guys. The bunt is because you're struggling and they're giving it to you. They are giving it to you. So you could be on base with the base hit on, on a free basis, obviously, if you execute it. You could be on base with the base hit. That's the difference. And, and and that could change the whole ball game, and we can win games because that's what we're here for. I'm not here to watch Carpenter hit 30. I'm not here to watch Yachty hit 35 home runs. I'm not here to see Ozuna hit 40 doubles. I'm here to freaking win a game, man. Win a damn game however we can, like yesterday, however we could. We won that game. That's what I'm here for, and that's what they should be thinking about. We uh, so we're five. You know what? We're five games in. Um, off day today. Play tomorrow, and then we come home and have the home opener. Um, you know, uh, I, I I I don't. I'm not going to put a like I. I, I I think it goes with saying that if you're not going to tell people, you know, how they have to feel, I, I don't think we have to tell anybody like what the magic date is, but. I don't know, man. For me, it's I'm I, I I'm I'm gonna wait and see where we're at in May. Um, see if some of the like it's hard to say that there's a trend after five games, but I think from a fan's perspective, if you're five games into something and you're seeing some of the same things you saw for 162 games last year, I can understand frustration. But I don't know, man. I just I I think the 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 thing of the show today is is that I think you got to kind of give everybody a clean slate. And, and maybe you don't have to, you know, may, maybe you don't, maybe that's foolish. Uh, you know, we talk, I mean, Steve, you, you know, you brought up a, 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 an analogy to use something that we deal with every day in society. I mean, you know, it's amazing how there's a lot of bad people in the world and you keep wanting to give them second chances and they, you know, and, and you see patterns and you say, Oh, I'll give them a chance, you know, but then again, here's the problem. 
what about some of those bad people that turn it around and they become good? I mean, you know, and, and we're talking about sports here. We're not talking about serious things. In, I, I mean, obviously, it's serious because it's big business, but I'm talking about life life circumstances. But, you know, I, I don't care whether, like, I've, I've used this before, and I'll say it again. I'm not the biggest extra Fowler fan in the world. I, I you know, I personally think it's, it's, a, it's something that's just not good. But if he's going to play, I'm going to root for him, and I'm going to hope I'm wrong. And I hope that he is right there in that category I just brought up. I hope he's a guy that um, I hope he's a guy that can figure it out. And 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 if you want to say, oh, okay, where are you at now, Jimbo? He's two eighty and he's got twenty homers. Where are you at? I'll sit here and go. I'm right here, and 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 he's and he's proven my thoughts about him wrong, and I'm happy as can be. I get that, but a majority of the people out there don't want to see Dexter Fowler do good if. They're not a Dexter Fowler. Do you Fowler really guy. believe that? Oh my gosh, yes. Are you kidding me? Like I said, I keep going back. I mean, how many people don't want to see the United States do good because they hate Donald Trump? It's the same thing. These if these people don't like Dexter Fowler, they they don't care about the Cardinals. They have the they have the hate for him greater than anything, and that's frustrating. Okay, so he should be able to get him out there, let him play. If he ain't gonna make it. Then you got to make the hard decision if you're Bill DeWitt and, and Mosaic. Okay, you got to make that hard decision. Well, I'm glad you said that because I think everybody assumes that Mike Schultz the one that's got to make the hard decision. And I'm sorry, but you are never going to convince me that that is just Mike Schultz's decision. You're not going to convince me of that. I don't care who you're. Mike Schultz himself could come in here and say, "Jimbo, you're wrong. I have 100% control of the lineup. I believe in Dex, and I'm playing him. I'll look him right in the eye and say, I don't believe you." And and he might feel that he does. He might feel that he has that autonomy. But at the end of the day, you and I both know there's very few managers left in the major leagues that have that autonomy. Yeah, there's no way a first-year man, no way. That they, they are telling these guys, this no is way. who you're playing, and here's the reason why. And if you're not a numbers guy, if you're not an analytics guy, we got to find you bench coach help of an analytics guy so you understand the philosophy. And I'm not sure if it's right or wrong. I don't know, bud. I don't know either. I mean, the the proof will you know will play out somewhere along the lines. If if a guy like Joey Gallo is more valuable than a Tony Gwynn, That's, you tell me. It's crazy. You tell me because at every statistic out there says Joey Gallo is much better than Tony Gwynn. That's a hard one. That is a <laughs> that is a hard one. But you ask yeah. these guys playing all their numbers and analytics and fantasy baseball, and they say, "Oh, I'll take I'll take Joey Gallo all day long." He's a banger. If 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 Tony Wynn was playing in this era, he hit forty five hundred home runs. If Joey Gatto plays in Tony Wynn's era, he's half of his player. It's crazy. It, it, it's crazy. So I know that it will come down. the The proof will be in the pudding. It'll all play out. So I'm, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take a deep breath, and I'm gonna say we are two and three right now. We're in second place, and we got opening day coming in two days here to St. Louis, and uh, I'm going to try to enjoy it. That's what that's no, no, my no, no, goal no, this no, year no, is no, to no, enjoy. No. You don't try, you do. You don't try to op- enjoy opening day, you do. Oh well, that's a different story. That's a I mean, horse of a different color, my friend. I mean, we're, our boys coming in town from coming in Wednesday night, right, buddy? You're going to be here tomorrow night, right? Yep, tomorrow night. Man. Wednesday Sunday night, beam, the plane BMO hits St. Louis like a rocket ship. All right, we got opening day Thursday. He's here for a few days. I mean, it's going to be 
Hey, we got we, hey, we got Edwardsville High School playing after the Cardinal game on Saturday. I'm excited, right? Philly cheesesteaks for Philly cheesesteaks for everybody at the Edwardsville High School games that with the button. Steve's going to have yours all soaked up with juice. Benji, it's ready to go. I got oh, I, I will Jordan. I will stand next to the Philly cheesesteak stand. And just make sure that they don't, you know, a lot of times they'll close up shop. Remember a couple of years ago we went and they didn't like, hey, the buns didn't come in. and Oh, yeah, I remember and that. Went, and how describe It was I depressing. Did, I almost boycotted the full season. Yeah, it was and depressing. I, believe me, I'll do that. Listen, St. Louis Cardinals. I would have boycotted for sure. Bill DeWitt, <laughs> John Mosalek. I don't care what you think your number one priority is right now, okay? Your number one priority is to make sure – that those Clydesdales are down there and ready to go, and that Philly cheesesteak stand is fully prepared for Steve-O when he comes walking around the corner. Hey, you know what another tradition is, don't you, BMO? You ready for this one? This is a me and Steve tradition. You ready? You ready for this? It doesn't matter if it's a home opener or a playoff game. You know what he – What nothing makes him matter. You know what makes him mad? I have to be in the stadium early. I ha- oh, it, it fires him up because – I've told him, if I miss the Clydesdales, I will be so pissed. And so we always got to go in early to avoid the lines, and it ticks him off. That's why, for those games, I get there so early. Speaking of which, I'm going to try to reach out to my guy, see if we can't get a wheelchair, because I am sick right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it fires him up when we're at patios. We're having a good time. We've been there for about, we've already been there for about six hours. And I look at him, and I say, let's go. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, Let's go. I got to get in the stadium. And he's like, we got an hour. And I'm like, yeah, but the lines are going to start packing it in here soon. We got to get in before the lines. So pisses him off. I don't care. You got to have priorities. I'm sending out the message right now. Hey, buddy. You got to get there way early, guys. I might need a wheelchair. Here's an announcement for you, Steve-O. An announcement. I have four tickets left for Saturday's mystery bobblehead game. Um, I'm selling for $25. Face value, 58 bucks. I got four tickets left. I'm selling them, obviously. My son had to sell, uh, had to sell so many that the school does to play their game there. I got four left. They're $58. The first person, people, however many, to contact me through any of our social media, first person to contact me, they're yours for $25 a piece. Four tickets, section like 268 um, enjoy the Cardinal game. Mystery bobblehead day. All right. First person to contact me. Four tickets, $25 each. I'm waiting for wow, everything. I, I'm waiting for everything to light up around here. Hey, I forget we're recording. Here we go. So here's the deal, too. And I'll throw in a selfie with Benji Molina at the Edwardsville game afterwards. You stop by, <laughs> Benji will take a selfie with you if you buy my four tickets. How do you feel about that, Benji? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good make stuff. It work. Make it work. Make it work. Hey, listen. Um, you got. Hey, speaking of that, you got some words of encouragement for them boys Saturday when you see them, them, them Edwardsville oh high schoolers. I, I got all kinds of words of uh, of encouragement, man. It'll be nice when uh, when I see them. You know, hey, when when did you say this Saturday? Saturday, immediately following the Cardinal Day game, Edwardsville High School plays Hillsboro uh, High School, and uh, you'll be able to you'll you'll see you'll see uh, Mr. Logan running around down there. He's been playing pretty well, and. Uh, should be an interesting day. And I tell everybody all the time, you stuck around last year for two and a half hours in the freezing cold to watch him play one inning. My hope is you're going to see him play a whole lot more this year. Uh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. 
So good stuff to everybody out there. Like I said, first person to contact me for four tickets, 25 bucks a piece mystery bobblehead day on Saturday. Um, want to thank Benji Molina for as always joining us on the M4 by Yachty.com hotline. We talk a lot about the M4 foundation. He, Yachty and his foundation do so much uh, for the people of his uh, Island of Puerto Rico, uh, Latin people all over the world. And, and just, you know, if there's somebody in need and, and, and this guy can help him, he does it. So make sure you support all the stuff that the M4 Foundation does. Uh, I want to thank our partners, uh, GatorsBaseballAcademy.com one last time. Uh, Missouri Gators, Illinois Gators, and the Gators Baseball Academy. Check out their four-pillar system. Got some cool stuff coming up for the summer. Uh, I'm hoping to announce here real soon that uh, a lot of you young players will be able to enjoy. So make sure you stay in tune with them, GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Looking forward to seeing our friends over at Adam's Smokehouse and filling our bellies with some of the best barbecue in St. Louis. Located on Watson Road, open till 7 on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Don't forget their catering and their box lunch orders. St. Louis, here's your cue. Randy Green, InnovativeCompanies.com, residential, commercial, industrial. He's got you covered. Give Randy Green an opportunity for your business. Looking forward to spending some time with him on Thursday as well. To our friends at Patios, we will see you bright and early Thursday morning, uh, along with hopefully about 100,000 of my favorite St. Louis Cardinal friends. Uh, join us at Patios. Let's have a good time on Thursday and enjoy the uh, enjoy the atmosphere. Hopefully, we won't need to be in Patios because it, it's raining. But uh, rain, rain, go away. Come again another day. I always say so. Uh, we want to thank them for their continued support. Uh, Two Birds on a Bat Check out our website. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show at Birds on a Bat Show on Twitter. Uh, you follow us. You're a Cardinal fan. We're following you back. Find us on Facebook, Two Birds on a Bat. Like our page. Click invite your friends. Make sure you guys pay attention to our pin posts. Like them, comment on them, and share them. means a lot to us. We can't thank you enough. Uh, the Facebook group, Birds on a Bat, that we're a part of, we want to thank uh, thank everybody for, for getting involved in that one as well. Instagram, Two Birds on a Bat Show. Follow us there. Lineupmediagroup.fm, uh, thank you for your continued support. Happy to be a part of Yo Radio, the newest streaming platform for your mobile device, which is free. To all of our great Facebook partners out there, uh, Chris Lawless with Cardinals Nation, Cardinals 24-7, thank you for your continued support. Uh, Ron and Gino Crash, the uh, the whole group over at uh, Cardinals on Deck, uh, happy to, be, uh, to also be associated with those guys and all that they do. Great Facebook groups out there, Linda, Vicky. Uh, thank you for, for your continued support with your great groups, fans of Yachty or Molina, and I, I am a Cardinal fan. Yes, I am. Hey, guys, uh, Vicki uh, had spent some time in the hospital. Uh, we want to tell everybody, say a prayer for Vicki. She's one of the best Cardinal fans out there. Um, she runs these groups, uh, or her and Linda, and they do a great job, the, the fans of Yachty or Molina page. And the, uh, the I am a Cardinal fan, yes, I am. I know they were sending something out, looking for their prayer warriors. So we just want to say, Vicki, we're thinking about you. Feel better. Uh, STL Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals crew, uh, Nate McHenry, RallyScroll.com, one of our favorites, the original, the guy that we love being a part of. We're looking at doing more stuff with him this season, so pay attention to that as well. To all Cardinal fans out there, we'll see you on Thursday. Come find us. We'll have all of our notes from Benji Molina to get you off work. Uh, I'm not saying it'll work, but we'll give you one if you want one. Meet us at Patios. For everybody here at Two Birds on a Bat, let's go Birds. Go Birds. Let's go Birds. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.